Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsom, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Puri. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam, and we've got a we've got a full uh, a full head count today with my co-hosts Alex Lopez and TJ Peterson, and uh, joining us. Uh, our, our, our uncle, our friend uh, from FloridaHockeyNow.com, George Richards. George, thank you so much for joining us again. Well, hello. What's going on? Doing great. We, uh, I, I'm a little bored, to be honest. The, we, we just finished the, uh, the Seattle Expansion Draft show, uh, and I got to say, wasn't, wasn't much of a show. Not, uh, not a ton that went on. What, uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, knowing the entire list by four o'clock certainly <laughs> certainly killed the excitement level. And, you know, I think that the only thing that we were ex- were waiting for were, okay, where are the trades going to be? Okay, uh, we're going to take Yanni Gord from Tampa and we're also getting X, Y, and Z. And none of that happened. Uh, maybe it will later, but, um, you know, the complete lack of trades and, and knowing who they were going to take. Yeah, I mean, it kind of you know, made quite boring TV. Yeah. Going into this day, it seemed like we were heading for a day of chaos after, you know, started with Carey Price being exposed and then Vladimir Tarasenko exposed and Gabriel Landeskog. I mean, there were, there's yeah, all of these possibilities for Seattle and they kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say play it safe, but like they played it safe today. They didn't take any big swings. I think they built a nice roster, you know, Former Florida Panther Jared McCann. They obviously took Chris Drieger to be their number one goalie, but today had so much chaos potential, and it kind of ended with a whimper. Yeah, I agree. I like the roster the way it's built. I mean, you can see a lot of bottom six guys. Maybe a couple of those guys move up, yeah. but um, you, you know, I, I've always been a big Jared McCann fan. Um, obviously, um, you know, very happy for Chris Drieger. Um, you know, Giordano, great get there. That yeah. that's some oh, yeah. money right there for sure. Former Norris Trophy winner gives them um, defensively. They look pretty good. Um, and, and when you look at the the Pacific Division, um, you know, Seattle. Like we weren't saying this about Vegas when they we we said Vegas had the worst roster we'd ever <laughs> seen when they put that together and, and they go to the finals. Um, I I don't know that Seattle's going to be a playoff team, but I think that they're going to compete for one. Yeah, I, I think that that roster, be, just because of how terrible that division is, I mean, they're going to finish second or third in that division, in my opinion. And I, I think there's also still a lot of room for that roster to improve between now and October 12th, their, uh, their opening day. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, no I, doubt about it. Yeah, this is not the final roster. I mean, you, you've yeah. got a lot of those guys <laughs> that they took today that probably start in the AHL, to be quite honest. There's going to be a lot of different guys on this team than what we saw 
from the expansion draft. Yeah. 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 I think outside of the guys you saw in jerseys today, there's going to be a lot of uh, sure. AHL or guys who just aren't signed. Uh, uh, Cam Fowler, or not Cam Fowler, she's Chris Fowler for ESPN. He was uh, really struggling to hype some of these guys up that were uh, getting drafted. And it's like, yeah, he's got six games of NHL experience and uh, he's a grinder type guy, grinder type guy, bottom six type guy. Maybe he'll play in the NHL a few years from now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted I think to hear this him. team. Uh, this, this team is a lot more, uh, I think a lot more of what we expect out of an expansion team, uh, before Vegas picked their team. I think, I think this is the kind of team we would have expected to be drafted. Uh, but then all of those Vegas basically tricked every GM in the league into giving them either good players or enough extra assets to create, uh, to create opportunity for good players. Uh, on their team and we kind of got so so we would have expected almost a switch I, we would have expected vegas to look more like seattle does and seattle to look more like vegas does after the fact but instead we kind of got it backwards well ron francis said that today that you know general managers had four years to prepare for this expansion draft right. um in talking to bill zito when i asked him about it before you know just before the playoffs started he was like dude, we're going to lose a good player. What are you going to do? And, and he ends up losing a guy he was losing anyway. So, you know, pretty good for the Panthers yeah. um, that Chris Drieger goes to uh, goes to Seattle because there's no way Florida could sign him again. And, and, and you know, good for, for Chris that he's getting this opportunity um, well-deserved. Um, but yeah, I mean, teams, you know, they, they just weren't going to be, you know, take well just don't take this guy because we really like this and that guy doesn't do anything you know that kind of thing I mean it, we saw it in Columbus we saw it obviously here in Florida um with the Vegas draft and you know and and who knows time might time might tell us that 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 you know perhaps guys were steered in a direct you know Seattle was steered in a direction and that that player turns into be a, a fantastic player we'll have to see yeah mm-hmm and it's interesting to point out that uh, Drieger was the selection from the Panthers, but uh, Frank Saravelli's speculation that Frank Vitrano is also going to be attached in this deal in, you know, whatever you want to call the capacity that Drieger is becoming a member of the Kraken, that is not yet materialized. And it's, maybe it's because no side deals actually happen tonight and they're going to happen later. Maybe it's because that ultimately didn't end up materializing, but it is uh, interesting to point out that we did hear that link and it hasn't yet happened. Well, so far they're saying zero side deals. That's not coming from Seattle. I, I, I find it hard to, to believe that there were zero side deals. I would, yeah. you know, if they said there, there were two, I would, okay, there were only two. Wow. Wow. That's shocking. Them saying zero means that no, there's, there's, you know, they just haven't reported them yet. Right. And that's a lot of the fans are, are, are out here. Uh, sorry, go ahead, TJ. I was just crossing my fingers that they're coming. Ah, yeah. And that's kind of what I was going for. A lot of, a lot of people want that chaos. Like Alex was mm -hmm. mentioning earlier, they want the side deals. They want to see what Seattle tricked other GMs into doing. Uh, George, you were saying this before we hit record guys, there's still a roster freeze. Mm -hmm. we, we aren't really allowed to hear about anything yet. Right. Until, until, you know, Thursday at what 1 PM, I believe, um, you know, teams can only make deals with, with Seattle. Now I know that, you know, that, that still gives you a good 20, you know, 
24 plus hours before the draft on Friday. Um, and, and that doesn't mean you can't talk to teams. So you, <laughs> you just can't right. make the deal. You just can't turn the paperwork into NH into the NHL. But yeah, I mean, you could make a trade, you know, the, the Panthers could get, you know, be trading for Vincent Trocheck for all we know, and they won't announce it <laughs> tomorrow. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Just some clarifications as we're doing this live reports are that there were no pre-expansion trades because those had to be submitted at 10 a.m. Right. along with the, the list. However, any trades that Seattle does have in the hopper cannot be announced from post-expansion cannot be announced until 1 p.m. tomorrow which is what George was just talking about with the trade freeze. So that's kind of why it seems like it's all quiet, but yeah, there's definitely going to be some moves coming. Um, yeah. They're, yeah. They're winking nod deals for sure. I mean, because these are unofficial deals, you know, they're supposed to take one player from every team. That's exactly what they did. The side deal stuff is separate and apart from it. I just, you know, they just announced in Vegas, they announced it. I guess they just decided not to do it here, which, you know, why would you do that when, when everybody's tuning in to watch this thing? It just makes for bad TV, I think, but whatever. Right. And yes. Vegas, Vegas had, uh, had the extra benefit that uh, they got to pair their expansion draft along with the NHL awards in Vegas. Right. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle kind of had the burden of putting on a show. 90 minutes too. For themselves. Yeah, but you know what? They got to invite fans and stuff. I don't believe the sure. Vegas that they were no. able to do that in Vegas they because it was NHL VIPs only, correct? Right. That's exactly so. At right. least you got to have that party kind of thing at that gas gaslight park there in Puget Sound. That, that was a nice location. Um, you know, beautiful backdrop. I, I, you know, the aesthetics of it were very nice. You, you had Kevin Weeks going around town, you know, showing off the different sights and sounds of Seattle. Great town, beautiful city, great place to visit. Um, I think I think uh, Driggs is going to have a blast up there. What did you think of those jerseys? Also, I like them. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I don't beautiful. think I don't think Seattle's done one thing wrong. I mean, between the secondary logo, um, you know, with the anchor, with the uh, the space needle in it and you know to the to the s with the you know the eyeball I, I just think they're cool the colors are cool um you know so far 10 out of 10 for seattle and that arena is going to be sweet yeah yeah that anchor logo and when they finally do their alternate jersey and that's almost certainly going to be the the the, the chest logo for the uh, alternate that's going to be a hot seller around the nhl Oh yeah, for sure. And that baby blue or whatever, that seafoam blue yeah. with, that, with that logo. Ooh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna break records. That, uh, I love how they put that in the numbers too, just leaned right into the seafoam blue because yeah. not a there lot of teams. There might be a few hundred of those with Drieger on the back of them in South Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Though you'll see me in a McCann one. That's yeah, uh... me too. <laughs> now, now, George, we we you know, we kind of touched on it, but and We've talked about Vetrano, but have you heard anything on your end that there is some kind of Vetrano to Seattle deal brewing? Denials. Well, that's all I've heard is denials. Um, but, you know, the, the reason why, you know, some people, you know, oh, it's just a report, but you have to listen to who the people are reporting it. And Frank Saravalli has been on this Seattle thing since, you know, for the last two weeks. Everything he said has pretty much gone down the way it has. Now, whether or not, um, this, this Frank Vetrano thing, he said, that's what he'd been hearing. Um, and, and, you know, that would go to Florida was going to, you know, Bill Zito saw the unprotected list around the league. 
said, hey, if you take this guy, I'll give you this guy. Um, so we'll see what happens. But as far as that goes, all denials, but, but that's what you always get, you know, before these kind of things. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to, 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 to tip their hand, you know, when it comes to trades. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I, you know, I was just reporting what, what Frank was saying. Yeah, I mean, Frank single-handedly just destroyed ESPN's soul today. Their first hockey, <laughs> their first NHL coverage in, in, in over a decade. And Frank Cervelli ruins the party by noon Eastern today. Um, I move- still think ESPN could have done a better job putting on an entertaining show. Well, that was, listen, that wasn't ESPN. That, but, that was an right. NHL show. NHL yeah. did that. Yeah, it if you notice, there were no ESPN on. Yeah, it just happened to air on ESPN. That was the NH- That was another NHL production yeah and it and it showed <laughs> we, needed Macklemore's, we needed Macklemore's opinions on joey decord look some of the presenters did a great job hyping up their picks um but for the most part they're just like really it's unfortunate and they had a good they had a good amount i mean they had you know they had good seattle celebrities i, I didn't yeah, have a problem with that absolutely. but it was just it just seemed a lot of forced stuff as these things are so whatever right. So an hour and a half, the, we watched it, we knew what was coming, and uh, it was what it was. I thought the celebrities did a pretty good job of uh, pronouncing the names correctly until whatever that Jonas Donskoy pronunciation was. Then yeah. I then I lost that idea. Yeah, and Sean Kemp struggled respect, on that one. Respect to Marshawn Lynch for also not even attempting yarn croak. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think my favorite was uh, Bobby Wagner just going, yeah, I got two easy names. <laughs> Yeah, I, I missed I missed a good portion of them because I was on that Zoom with with Driggs. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I did I did though see Marshawn Lynch. I saw that you know on, on Twitter that was pretty funny. Yeah, now, that was uh, that was great. <laughs> now let's let's move away to the from the expansion draft and kind of focus in on the Panthers, which is why I would say ninety nine point nine percent of our listeners are tuning in. Um, Another rumor that's been thrown out by Saravalli and Le- LeBron and uh, Friedman is that there could be a deal with uh, Arizona for Anton Stroman. Have you heard anything about that, George? No, that yeah, no that I've, that I've been hearing. Um, I, I couldn't, I could not confirm it. Um, that's why you know, you know me. I don't put that stuff out there until I can confirm it. Um, right. Then it came out through Arizona. Um, that it was looking that way. I, I know Florida has been talking to a, a bunch of teams about, you know, Anton Strawman. Um, and I'm not even sure he's got a modified no trade. I don't know if Arizona's on that list or not. We'll have to, you know, we'll have to see, um, you know, I, I don't think the Panthers, I think the Panthers would welcome Anton Strawman back um, next year. Uh, we saw him in the playoffs. He looked fine. He was one of the Florida's better defensemen against Tampa That's Bay. True. Um, but you know, at his age, he's definitely a step slow. Um, we knew the third year of this contract, he's probably going to be a 45, 50 game player for you. Um, and that $5.5 million contract, you know, Bill Zito feels that he could fill that, you know, better than, than, than what you would get out of it. Um, so I don't think it's anything personal for Anton Strollman. Um, but the truth is he's probably not going to play, but less than half of the games here uh, i'm not sure that he would have a problem with moving i think he'd be okay with it because you know he sees the writing on the wall mm-hmm. yeah. we're a couple of days out from the entry draft as well and obviously players get selected you know 
18, 18 year old players uh, get selected to their NHL organizations, but there's a lot of other movement at the NHL draft. Uh, do you anticipate that the Panthers will be active in trade talks on Friday and possibly Saturday? Um, yeah, just because stuff can get done here. Um, but we don't have that draft floor, so you don't have that face-to-face. So I, I, I really don't know. You know, this is where all the deals get done because this is like the NHL convention, right? I mm-hmm. mean, the draft. The draft floor is the NHL convention. This is where guys have a cup of coffee or they go to the bar at the hotel and, and they yeah. start talking about trades, and you don't have that now. Now you're, you're, you're you know, it's 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 trade deadline day. It's just, you know, guys on their phones. Um I don't know that the Panthers are going to are going to trade draft picks unless it's something like giving something to Arizona, um, you know, on top of Anton Strawman as some sweetener um, or, or whatever's going to Seattle for for signing Chris Drieger early and, and, and saving them another player. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, the Panthers have spent a lot of money on amateur scouting uh, on their front office. Um but Columbus was never shy of trading draft picks. And, and the one thing I've always, you know, when, when you trade a draft pick, you got to face the scouts who have put their whole year, you know, into this and you just traded it away. That's a tough thing, but you got to do what's right for the organization. Um, so I would know. I, th- I think the, the Panthers number one pick is in play. I think all the, all, whatever picks they've got are in play. Um, they're, they're bargaining chips. If you, if you can make your team better with, with draft picks, you got to do it. Uh, so it's possible that they'll be looking at the trade market and uh, shortly after the entry draft, we'll be looking at the beginning of free agency. Is that something that you think Bill Zito will look at to supplement this roster? Or do you think he's kind of already done his share of building through free agency already, which has you know, been surprisingly successful given how often it's unsuccessful for the Panthers to build through free agency? No, the Panthers have some cap room and I think that they're going to, they're going to use it. Um, you know, in, in this day and age, they, you know, that, that's that's kind of a rarity. I don't think that you buy out, you know, Yandel unless you want to use that $4 million. So, you know, they've got money. Um, you know, if they're able to, to make another couple moves, Frank Petrano's $2.5 million perhaps, maybe Yand, uh, uh, Strawman, that gives you $7 million, $8 million now. Um, and I think they're right now at 10 under, so that gives you a lot of money under the cap. I think they'll be active, whether it's trades or whether it's free agency. I just know that the Panthers, you know, I know we're talking about cracking the Panthers have tentacles all over the place. They're talking trades. They're talking free agency. They're talking everything. I mean, they, they are, they are in on everything. Um, and it's just gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out, but they are in on everything. Would it be fair to say that Zito is trying to take a big swing this offseason, whether it's a Tarasenko, whether it's a, uh, a Suter, or even a Jack Eichel? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would think so. I mean, personally, I think maybe you go for Suter um, just because, you know, he's got a little bit left in that tank. I don't know about yeah. the injury stuff. I don't know. I'm no doctor. I haven't looked at, at Tarasenko's <laughs> medical records. I, I'm sure the Panthers have. The Panthers are in on him. Um, I'm sure they've looked over his stuff to see how that shoulder is. Um, but that's a big chunk of change. You know, that that is a big chunk of change for a guy that's played 30 games in the last two years. So we'll have to see, I mean, that, that would, 
that would go against what Zito's done at least last year. Correct. I mean, he went after bargains. He went after guys that were buried. He went after high value, low risk, high value guys. Um, so listen, that's only one year though. So, you know, maybe, maybe he does want to be in on one of those big guys, but there are rumors that Florida was in on some big guys last year and that never came true. And he ends up just getting million dollar guys here and there. So we'll just have to see. Look, those million dollar guys worked out. I'd, I'd be very oh, interested to see how, uh, how Zito takes a swing at some of the big names. Like personally, I mean, this is no secret to anyone who listens to our show. I, I have my eyes on Dougie Hamilton. Like that is, I am dead set on watching that unfold. I would love to see yeah. that come to fruition. But like, like you said, George, I mean, that that's a big number. Dougie, Dougie Hamilton comes in at a big, big number. But I, if you're going for value, he's going to be worth that number, whatever it becomes. Me personally, I'm looking at John Moore and Mike Riley because they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Joke from last episode, George. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, listen, with Dougie Hamilton, you know what you're getting, um, you know, as a player, but he's going to want financial. He's going to want term. I right. mean, that is a huge commitment. Um, I don't know how you make it work, to be honest with you. I mean, at some point, you've got to look at the team you've got. You've got to look at the team you're going to have down the road. Um you know, you've still got, you're going to have Keith Yandel, $6 million on the books next year, right. you know, five and 5.7, whatever the heck it is. Um, so take that off your salary cap next year. I, I, right. I just don't know how some of these deals that everybody wants them to make, how you're going to be able to do it. Right. And of course that, that Keith Yandel five, five and a half million is also year one of what will probably be Alexander Barkov's new deal. For sure. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. They've, got, they've got to do that. Now that's, <laughs> another, now that's another piece of business. Well, I totally forgot about that. Next week, you're going to have the Barkov situation. Oh, so that, that is a week from today. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, you know, we've got some interesting stuff going on here in South, South Florida with these Panthers. Uh, All right. Uh, before we get to the uh, final notes of the episode, entry draft is coming up in a couple of days. Do you have any general idea what the strategy will be for the Panthers, whether it's they're going to target positionally, they're going to try to acquire picks, they're going to try to offload picks, anything that you have a general idea that they're looking to do? I think they just, they're always, you know, when you're in the spot, they are, what is it, 23rd, 24th, whatever, something like that, right? Technically 24th, but it's actually the 23rd, it's the 23rd because of Arizona. Just, right, because of Arizona. Um, you know, when you're there, when you're at that point, you're just trying to, to get the best value you can. If it's like last year at, at 12, you know, we all thought that Florida was going, you know, looking at, def at a defenseman because, you know, that's something that the organization's kind of thin on, you know, through the organization. They've got a couple good young defensemen coming up, but you'd like to have more. And then Anton Lundell is there. So you, you go there. So. I would see Florida, you know, if, if they're, you know, if you've got some player that you really like that, that's kind of sinking in the draft and they're at 15, 16, maybe they move up, maybe they move down. It, it's just hard to tell when you're in that, you're kind of in no man's land there in the first round when you're at 23, 24. Understood. Now, George, if you don't mind, I'd like to put you on the spot a little bit and play a quick percentages game with you if you do not mind. So we got to do math now? 
No. Well, <laughs> you just got to give a percentage on, uh, on the likelihood of something's going to happen. George, this was no. always a math show. Rapid it's fire. Math show. We're now we're it's doing a math show disguised we're... as a hockey podcast. This is gaming now. Now we're doing, now we're doing props. Oh, yeah. This is game theory props. I mean, you can give us, uh, you can give us, uh, you know, four to one odds if that's how you want to do it. But, I, you know, just something like, for example, what are the odds Alexander Barkov signs a new contract a week from today? Oh, well, all right. Absolutely. One week from today, um, you know, 75%. But I, th- I think, Ooh. you know, in the next 10 days, it's, you know, closer to 100. I, I think I think that deal gets done, you know, Sorry, whenever whenever it gets done, whenever whenever he can fly back from from uh, from uh, Finland to do it. Understood. And then the follow up to that. What are the what are the uh, what's the percentage that it is under ten million AAV for Alexander Barkov? Um, fifteen percent. Okay. That- so you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying yeah. there's a chance. <laughs> I think it's going to be like ten three, ten five. No I state think, income tax, though. Barkey. I think everyone would be fine with that if it comes under eleven. Yeah. Um, Look, if it's if it's a seven figure number, Alex has been teasing this for a while. If that contract comes in at under ten million AAV, we are we are doing a a drunk live stream slash podcast. About yeah, it. no. If you could get if you could get him for <laughs> let's say you get him for for ten or nine point eight. Um, well then then you've got something to go on when you when you talk to Huberto next summer. So right, That's, Alex, know. can I do one? Go for it. All right, uh, George, three percentages, but they're kind of tangentially related. First, percentage chance that Frank Vetrano is a member of the Florida Panthers in two weeks. Second, percentage chance that Anton Strawman is a Florida Panther in, in the next two weeks. Third, percentage chance that the Panthers add a player, let's say above $5 million AAV in the next 14 days. All right, Frank Vetrano. I think where there's smoke, there's some fire. I think that's going to be 50%. Um, uh, Anton Strawman being here, 60%. Adding a guy above $5 million, 75%. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I think, I think they're going to get somebody. No, no. I mean, they would, especially if, if they move, if, they, if they're able to move Strawman, for sure they're going, they're using that money for something. I, I, I you know, I, I, there's really no reason to get rid of Frank Petrano unless there was a side deal. Right. I mean, he's got a great number. He puts mm-hmm. up numbers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I read people saying that he's blocking the young guys, whatever. That's, that's not his problem. <laughs> it's um, not. You, you, you still want those 20 goals a game. Um, maybe you just kind of rent, rent Frank Petrano to yourself. Right. Know, that kind of thing. At that number, why not? Mm-hmm. You don't need don't the cap space this year. Who cares if he's not coming back next year, if he's going to want too much money? Worry about that next year. If you think you can get 20, 25 goals even out of Frank Petrano, you bring him back. It's the same thing as Chris Drieger. You can get a minor return for him, or you can have him supplement a roster that's trying to make a playoff run. Absolutely. Same argument we made at the trading deadline. Oh, Chris Drieger is going to be traded. Why? (laughs) For for what? For what? Exactly. I got one more percentage for you, and it's a bit of a meme one just because there's so many thirsty fans of other fan bases out there. Percent chance that Anton Lindell is a Florida Panther in two weeks. Anton Lindell? Yes. You'd be surprised, George. 
Yes, Anton Lindell. What are the odds the Panthers trade him? We'll go with that way. Oh, trade him. Yes, people want Oops. Anton Lindell. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Of course they do. He rules. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> Bill Zito loves that. I mean, that would be a blockbuster type deal if the Panthers were to trade Lundell, because I'm telling you, Bill Zito loves the guy um, and feels like they got one of the great steals of last year's draft. Um, it would have to be a blockbuster deal for, for, for Florida to trade him. I, I think they, the Panthers feel like, and, 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 and Barkov agrees. They feel like they've got a special player there. I, I, you know, I, I would be very surprised. It would be a big, it would be a big deal. It would be, Seth Jones like I don't you know I don't know I can't give you a number that, on that. that right side is looking pretty good I don't know if Seth Jones is going to be the guy yeah, I'm just saying it's that, I mean, yeah. that's the kind of return that's what you know that's definitely what Columbus is asking. I, I, I think that people get nervous when we're talking about having a big trade package particularly for Seth Jones he's become sort of the whipping boy in the analytics community but I, but I understand the general sentiment that you're going for he, yeah. he'd be involved in a in a trade for like one of those blue chip players that the hockey media really hypes up. Yeah. Seth the Jones, only, pretty good the player. only player that I want that I would be okay trading Lindell for is Jack Eichel. And that's very well documented already. Okay. Yeah. It'd be something like that. So sorry, Rangers fans, you're not getting Barkov and you're not getting Lindell for Buknevich. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I would trade for Buknevich, but not Lindell. Yeah. I no. wouldn't trade Lindell for Buknevich. Uh, all right. No, George, the Panthers are really high on Lundell. I mean, they're very high yes, on him. They should be. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. And, and again, and I think I think that Bill Zito, that was his first draft pick, and it and it looks like a golden one. I mean, yeah. Um, look at how much Dale Talon, you know, went to the walls for for you know Eric Goodbranson. That was his. That was his guy. That was his first pick, and that was his guy. And um, there's just something special about the first guy you take. I don't know. Would have been nice if uh, the first guy Talon took was better, uh, but that's that's a different story for a different different podcast. story. <laughs> George, Can I get two more? Go, really I've got, I've got think, one more percentage question for you because I haven't gotten to ask one yet. Okay, uh, go for it. And definitely take this one totally seriously. There's not a hint of uh, of of joking in my voice. Uh, what is the percent chance that the Florida Panthers make a trade with the Seattle Kraken uh, in which Jared McCann makes his triumphant return to sunrise within the next two Man, Jared McCann, three teams in three days. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a, a very good chance of that, but why not? I mean, you're breaking my heart, George. I, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see Jared <laughs> McCann come back. He didn't want to, he didn't, you know, he didn't want to, be traded neither did nick but um i think that uh seattle was very surprised to see him on toronto's uh unprotected list and uh for good reason that was a that was a that was a freebie right there yeah all right george you're definitely not getting you're not getting jared mccann for frank back in toronto (laughs) so i think we can put that one at 0.0 I don't think I'd never say zero. Never say because who knows? I don't. Zero point zero one. There you go. There it is. There you go. There you go. All right. Just because we we keep we haven't mentioned him at all, and I know we got to let you go because we've gone way over time. Uh, Sam Bennett. Anything new on him? Nothing. Um, other than other than Sam Bennett's, you know, you know, his camp is asking for a nice little chunk of change. I think the Panthers are going to wait it out. They protected mm-hmm. him, so. 
Um, you know, they obviously uh, have him in their plans. They'll work it out. They'll figure it out. I mean, let's not forget this time last year. Well, not like, not this time, but, you know, this yeah. time of the calendar year, whatever, NHL calendar, everybody was worried about Mackenzie Weger. That got worked out, no problem. Mm-hmm. So um, those things always have a way of working themselves out. If he wasn't protected, I think there would, there would be a major league problem. But, but mm-hmm. the Panthers used one of their protections on him, and that's good. But, yeah, they'll work it out. Yeah. Can you, can you give us a sneak peek on what kind of number Bennett is looking for? Or you don't know, you don't have that info? Or I, I, all I've been told is he's asking for a lot more than, than the Panthers. They're, they're, they're a ways apart right now. And listen, he's got what? He's a top five draft pick. And he came in here and was playing second line minutes. Um, you know, he's, he's got a case. The team's got a case. We'll just see where it ends up. Zito's got to like his chances in arbitration talking about, you know, a guy that's put up basically like 30 points a season in his career in an 82 game. Yeah. I don't think Bennett's numbers help him out, but I'm sure his, his agent will point at his postseason numbers. And even in with Florida, there were, he was a point of game against Mm -hmm. Tampa. Um, So, but when it comes to arbitration, it's all totality. You can't use a small sample size and win an argument against the arbiter. For sure. Uh, George, we've gone way over time, but that's what happens when you have the best around with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, guys, you can find George at FloridaHockeyNow.com. He is the best uh, neutral source for your Panthers info. Support his web source. Excuse me, independent source. Uh, Support his work. You know, without you know, without your subscription dollars, George doesn't eat. We gotta we gotta keep this guy around. So. uh, Support him, find him, Florida Hockey Now, and it's uh, at George Richards, right, George? Yeah, that's it, the Twitter. Yep, that's RIP to the Florida Hockey Now Central Division. Yes, RIP to the Yeah, yeah, man, we're going to miss that. When they said today the Atlantic Division, I was like, oh, oh, God. What's that? Back on the east side. (laughs) No thanks. Maple Leafs, God. At least the But you know know those sponsorships are staying, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, so now, now, never we, now we have away. the Florida Hockey Now Atlantic Division. Uh, can, yeah, can but now we, I like, got competition. La Press is, is jumping in. I don't know if I'm going to be able to outbid them. <laughs> Let, let's get some humorous <laughs> sponsors for next time, like the Manscaped Central Division. See, you know the NFL like that, I would like to going. actually have that sponsor, though. <laughs> you know the NFL's looking at that like, how did the NHL come up with this and not us, right? Because Gary Bettman has no soul when it comes to what he'll sell it out for. Oh, no, no. Everybody's going to do this now. Oh, of course. Yeah, wait, Alex, you think Roger Goodell does? No, but what I'm saying is Gary Bettman was the one one willing to take the first leap. Every every sport was looking for who was going to do it first. And Gary Bettman's like, I'll take the money. I'll do it first. First with the logos. Well, actually, no, NBA had the logos first, so. And had People, the soccer's NHL's had them forever. Yeah, yeah but that's not a major sport in the U.S. Oh, come on. It's still the biggest sport in the world. It's it a big sport in the world, but it's, a different, it's a different world. I mean, there's advertising everywhere internationally, but in North America, you're right. Um, you look at a soccer jersey, even in the MLS, the predominant is the advertiser, not mm-hmm. the logo or the team crest or whatever the MLS uses. Um, you can't get away with that in North America. You just can't. Um, but there, there will be some kind of little tagging, 
you know, either on the pant leg or on, on, on the shoulder or something, you're going to, you're going to have advertising on the NHL sweater. But like I said, you get some money for sponsoring the divisions. Who does it hurt? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody cares. No, no professional journalist uses them. They only use it on their, you know, official, you know, standings board. No newspaper uses it. Nag it. Nobody uses it. They just made cash for nothing. It was free money and it literally bothered nobody. And it bothered nobody. You know, it bothered me when I would hear like, you know, a radio host who had no, you know, did not have to use it, was using it. So the Florida Panthers are in third place in the Bank of America Central Division. George, what are you <laughs> come on. Why'd you have to use that? First of all, it's the Florida Hockey Now Central. Right, right. <laughs> Get it right. George, you boy. Oh, George, Just you're the best. Right. George, you are the absolute best. We love having you on. Uh, we're right, definitely uh, gonna have to get you back after the draft and just yeah, yeah, yeah. agency. Just a I'm little not, bit yeah, of mild breaking news before year, we close this. Huh? Just a little bit of mild breaking news before we close this from Gord Miller. For those wondering, Seattle's side deals, and there are pe- apparently several, will be announced tomorrow after one o'clock. Okay. So there you go. But and then you just had, uh, I guess, uh, Ron Francis just spoke to the media in Seattle. Um yeah, again, reiterating, GMs, you know, we're not willing to, to do, but I'd be, you know, I'll be surprised if there's not, like I said, the over under six and a half deals. I'm going right, to see which side it comes out on. over on that. Yeah, I, I think I will too. I, I, I mean, I, I think every other team and, you know, you're going to see a second player from Tampa probably going over, um, you know, just to, just to shed a contract. I think you're going to see see some stuff. Oh, there'll definitely be some something. It'll be interesting what the uh, Panthers did, whether there actually is a side deal or not. But we really got to wrap because George, I, 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 you probably missed the end of the Indians game because of us, and that, that's no, unacceptable. I'm it. It's four four in the seven. Oh, there we go. It must have been an eight <laughs> yeah. o'clock start. Yeah, they're in Houston tonight. Ah, uh, there was my mistake. Well, George, for. Uh, Thank you so once again for joining us. Remember Florida Hockey Now or at George Richards on Twitter. He's going to have all of your breaking Panthers news. For TJ Peterson and Jacob Langsam, I'm Alex Lopez. Thank you for listening to this episode of Panther Free, and you'll hear from us again soon. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.